What's up, guys? Welcome back to the OT Helpline podcast, a podcast all about teaching occupational therapy graduates on how to prepare for the OT board exam and providing emotional support for those struggling to pass it. Today, we have a very special guest who will talk about her experience with the exam and provide advice to those preparing for it. It is with great pleasure to introduce you to Kavita. Welcome to the OT Helpline podcast. Hi, Alex. Thank you for having me. So I'm an occupational therapist, and I would love to share my journey with you guys. All right, right on. So thank you for for taking the time to do this. I'm assuming this is your first time doing this, right? Never been on a podcast before. So I'm quite excited to support Alex here. Well, hey, there's a first time for everything. So tell us a little bit about what led you to be an occupational therapist in the first place. Well, I always had a passion for working with kids, though it wasn't until I volunteered at an elementary school special education class and at a pediatric OT clinic as well, um, that I wanted to work with kids with autism. Through these experiences, I learned that this field has a perfect work-life balance and it gives me the ability to connect with the kids on a different level as opposed to just, you know, just seeing them once and then moving on. We're actually here to grow with them and help them grow their skills along the way. So that way they can be more independent in the world. Nice. Right on. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So now this product is all about like helping with the board exam in terms of, you know, helping others be feeling like they're not alone with this exam. And I know that a lot of people tend to struggle with it. So given your experience with the exam, can you tell us a little bit about your story with this exam in particular? Yeah, so my journey to become an occupational therapist um, is not quite as what you had expect um, to hear. Um, It's been a long journey to get here. Um, I graduated in December, 2015. And since then I was struggling to pass the board exam for the past six years. Throughout these years, I utilized various resources such as the NBCOT study pack and TrueLearn, AOTA exam prep, and of course, Alex here, his tutoring services, which is phenomenal. Now, I just recently passed the board exam. I would say it's been two weeks now, and I'm thrilled to finally say that I'm an occupational therapist who can finally be out there in the world and work with those who are in need. Um, I decided to reach out to other students for moral support and ask them if they would like to study together as well. I really utilize the platform on Facebook, the AOTA exam prep Facebook page, and of course, OT Miri as well. Both uh, platforms and as well as Alex have students posting, you know, stories and questions. And I think it's a great platform to utilize for when you are stuck and you have no one to reach out to, find a study buddy to, or even to discuss like questions or topics or any areas of weaknesses you would like to strengthen before you take your exam. Yeah. So as far as what would you say would be like the most challenging aspect about this test? I would say um, having to the mindset of retaking it once you receive that failed exam score. Each time I've taken it, I was just so close to reaching that 450. I would be toggling between a 450 445 to 449. And I would be like, every time, oh my gosh, it's so close, but not quite there. So hardest part about this whole journey is 
trying to manage my stress and my high stress level and anxiety each time I had to prepare for it because I'm going here like looking at everybody else around me who is moving on as they pass the exam and getting to like work in the settings that they had dreamed about versus for me, I was like always stuck with this hurdle, this exam. Therefore, I was not able to like at that time be able to move forward and live the life like I wanted to. But now things have changed. And so I'm happy to say that, you know, glad that I did not give up. And my persistence has made it clear that no matter where you are in this journey, you're going to get there. Doesn't matter how long you're go it's going to take you. Just don't give up because you're in this field for a reason. And I think when your heart and your mind is set to it, you can get through it. Yeah. And I've known you since what, 2020? I think that was the yes. first time since I've known you. And your journey was a little bit different than mine. And you had to, you decided to start working while you were studying for the exam, which is really, really tough to do. So how yeah. did you manage to balance things out? Because I know a lot of students when they're working, they come home from work and they're really tired. And they probably don't have that motivation to study. So what did you do? <laughs> so good question. Yeah. So I started working as a behavioral therapist at a pediatric clinic. And that really helped me utilize the skills that we have also, you know, learned in school all throughout OT school and um, just gain experience working in the field with um, other colleagues. I was fortunate to like work at a clinic where there was a multidisciplinary team of, um, you know, OT speech therapists and ABA therapists. And so OT side of things never really left me. I just kept getting stronger in my skills set and utilizing the stuff that I had read, but in real life practice, which was, I think, pretty awesome and cool. And so study wise after work, it was difficult. I want to say like, I have to admit, like there were days where I just could not even open a book after getting home after a 10 hour day, my dream, I want to become an OT and I have to somehow balance out a schedule where I can fit in an hour of reading or hour of watching videos of like a certain topic. It doesn't have to be a, a whole um, day or a night of studying after work for that particular time that you feel like you're not ready to just sit there and be able to focus. But on the side of that, I also journaled a lot of positive affirmations and even did meditation. And I think meditation and positive affirmations and exercise, all three of them together collectively, have made me become a stronger person. I think it's confidence on another level, a higher level, of course, and really drive my dream or my goal of becoming an OT. There are days where I talk to others and telling them that I don't know if this is meant for me. I don't know if OT is meant for me. But because of their support at home, my friends, my family, my coworkers, my colleagues, everyone out there, even Alex and other <laughs> today's out there, everybody has helped me get to this point in my life. And I couldn't thank you guys all for that. Oh, uh, well, it's a pleasure. I think your story and uh, my story kind of resonate with each other because I too felt right. like, you know, multiple times. So I do understand what you were going through. And I and constantly was telling you multiple times, like, it's it's gonna happen, you're gonna end the passing, just just you wait. And there were moments where you felt like, No, it's I just don't know, like, I'm, you were questioning, 
And it's normal to feel that way. I mean, I questioned my career path too when I couldn't even pass the exam. There were moments where I'm like, is this really the career for me? Should I even continue? Should I not? And those kind of thoughts, I'm sure, you know, you and I are not the only ones. There are other people who probably feel the same way too. Right. But it's, it's good to hear that you keep pushing through. And at the end of the day, it was worth it. And that's something that I'm sure that your family and friends are very proud of you about. And I'm, and, and, and I'm very proud of you too. When the moment that you met, let me know that you passed the exam, I Aww. was super happy about it because if there was one person that I really wanted to hear back from <laughs> was from you because I've known you since 2020. So it's like, I, I hope this is the day that you pass and, and behold, you did. I think it was a blessing to have you come out and like reach out to all of us students during the heighten of the pandemic time in 2020. Because before that, I want to say there weren't too many resources out there for us OT students to prepare for this exam. And this exam is a huge deal for us, right? To be able to practice out there in the world. And so I I want to thank you, Alex, so much for just even being here to support us. And you put your time and effort into like creating these PowerPoints on specific topics that could be difficult for us to grasp, even just having group sessions and hearing other people's feedback on the call could help us really strengthen our skills and our knowledge in the areas that we are having trouble with for this exam. Uh, I just wanted to help you guys out and just kind of break down the material. And it feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't. <laughs> it was like two I know. years ago. I Yet here we are. So it's doing a, a podcast. I mean, never thought that that would happen to myself. And I don't think you probably thought about that happening either. So it's a great moment, especially for you. I'm very proud of you. But one thing that I always get asked, and this is something that you're probably going to get asked by some students too, or friends who are taking the exam or preparing for it is, what did you do differently? And, and that is something that a lot of people ask about. What exactly did you do this time around that you think kind of helped you pass this time? You know, of course, I said in the past, like um, earlier that I each exam attempt, I tried a different study technique. This time around, what made me feel different about the exam was that I did not get my nerves to me. Like I when in the mindset and in the very beginning, or at least like that week of my exam, saying to myself that I got this, I know more than what I think I know. Those statements just mm -hmm. really, really helped me because saying those words the last time I'm taking the exam really will motivate you to say like to push yourself and try your best and your hardest on the exam. So the mental aspect of it was a big key, I would say. And then also just study breaks. And during those walks, I will just listen to OT exam prepper podcast and sitting in the exam room. In my mind, I can hear his voice and even maybe like Alex's voice and, you know, like OT Miri's voice, like saying, you know, think about it this way, you know, in realistic form. So I really had to work at it and worth it in the end. I mean, it, it does take a lot of time and practice and a lot of mental work, but I think those who are out there like in the similar situation as where I'm at can do it as well. Yeah, I think you mentioned a good point. I think uh, whenever you have an opportunity to learn something new, I think the, the best part is they have, you know, you have OT Miri, YouTube, so you can always listen to that while yeah. you're working out or OT exam prepper, great dude, you know, knows his stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, he finds ways to kind of help you remember information. And if you don't even want to read a book, you can just 
go for a walk and and study while you're doing that. And that makes it a lot more retainable, the information. There were days where I just sat there and watched a video, like videos of a dedicated study time for like an hour watching videos and taking notes. And that was my study yeah. for the day, like study time for the day. Like, um, but all of those like resources that I had mentioned earlier and even now, like really, really helped me connect the ideas for each um, area of the exam. I want to say just because um, one for like, we can all be, we all have our strengths and weaknesses and none of us have like the same strengths and weaknesses. And so we would have to do our share, our part to like uh, work harder at that particular topic um, and be able to retain that information for exam day. And so that's what I did, especially like for the hand and the upper extremity, like injuries. I really like um, looked at all the videos, textbooks, podcasts, anything that's out there to help me really grasp the content. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking about studying, how many hours did you focus on studying per day? Right, that was a big challenge. My study schedule was set up where I was only fit in two hours at most Monday through Friday after work to study. So now I'm not like, I'm either like tired by then or somewhat okay to like retain some information, but it was really max at most like two hours those days. Saturday and Sunday, I really maximized my time to study. So it was like about four to six hours. And for me, the number of hours I use like, you know, to study for, throughout the weeks may not be the same for somebody else, just because I'm in a different situation or a different place where I was studying already for the past five years, six years for this exam. So all the information that I retained has stayed with me. It's just that I had to refine it more like I may have forgotten here and there but it wasn't like I did not completely like I had no idea about a specific topic like there each topic I had some sort of knowledge about I would say so hours of studying each week varies per person and their ability to retain that information yeah absolutely and for me it was different too like for me it was only like three, maybe four hours. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because for me, when I was studying for the exam, I started with like eight hours a day, didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And then as I kept failing the exam, I started doing less and less and less. And I less actually hours. have a similar situation. Um, initially, when I first took the exam, I was doing eight hours a day. And of course, I did not pass then, but it did get less and less. Um, and I think it's also because our knowledge is built up each time that you do study for each exam attempt. So you're not having to like force yourself to reading the same information over and over again, but rather look at that, that particular information in a different way or study in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny because I would, I, you know, people would ask me like, Oh, what did you do the next time around to pass the exam? I would always be like, well, I study less <laughs> because I took That's it so not many times. That's advice you would give everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you study less. I study less. I focus more on the breaking down questions and, and focusing on the questions kind of guiding me as to what to focus on. But yeah, it's, 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 um, an incredible experience to say the least. And I'm sure you feel the same way, but what would be your, your advice to someone who's going through a very similar situation as you are, 
um, who's struggling, who may feel like they, you know, they maybe it's not meant for them to be an OT or who thinks that way, what would be your advice to them? I would say, first of all, again, this is, sounds cliche, but not to give up and be able to believe in yourself because you're here for a reason. It may not be your time right now, but your time will come. I'm a true believer of that. I can see that why now, like my timing happened in 2022 as opposed to six years ago. And so with that being said, do something that will keep your mind going within that our field of OT. So that way you're not losing that niche or that aspect of yourself and just keep going and, and talk to other students, reach out for help and resources that are um, out there. Those students who are graduating this year or like these last three years are very fortunate comparatively to when I graduated in 2015 because of the number of resources are um, out there have grown. Um, I remember when I first graduated, there was no podcast, there was no tutoring services, there was nothing out there. And I was just there alone. Yeah, I think you're not the only one. I think the previous people that I've interviewed have said the same thing is that having that support network is very beneficial, and very helpful, because then very important. Yeah, you have people that support you in the times of your need. So like, I think a lot of times people don't have that support system. And so having that support system to kind of make you realize like, hey, you know, you have what it takes, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time, especially if it's a stranger. Sounds kind of weird. But it's true. (laughs) Because if you ask your family, it's like you expect your family to say that you'll pass or you expect someone close to you that you will pass. But when you hear from someone who it's like, dude, I don't know this person, but yet they're telling me that I can do it. Like, it makes you think like, maybe I can do it. So it's one of those things where having that support system, like you said, and seeking out for help when you need it, it really makes a difference because then you don't feel like you're alone. You know, I always tell students, just like the advice that you gave them, just focus on yourself, you know, take it day by day and just don't give up. You know, it really, right. it sounds very cliche, but it's very, very true. It's true and so believable. And I think being at work at my company that I work at, I'm surrounded by the best people out there. Like I would say the colleagues um, all pushed me to get to this point. There were times that they did see me telling them that I don't know if I can do this. Like, what should I do? I was having doubt, but they're the ones that motivating me to say, Hey, like this field is meant for you. I can see you being an amazing therapist. And we don't want to lose that therapist in the world. So you need to like keep going, you know, and they're the ones that inspired me to keep, you know, pursuing this um, as my career. And you're very fortunate about that. You got good people that it's a friend of you. Right. And, and when you found out you passed, it's like everyone is kind of asking. You became famous. It's like oh, everyone's <laughs> asking you wanting to go out and travel, which is amazing. It feels like a dream still. I would say, uh, in a way, and it's been two weeks. It still feels like it's, it's, it's still a dream. I can't wait to see what the world has in store for me now. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you got plenty ahead of you. I'll tell you that you're gonna be, you're gonna be doing a lot of amazing things. That for sure was never a doubt. That's uh, that was always something I told you when we were, you know, constantly in contact before. Like mm-hmm. I always constantly told you, like you're gonna be doing great things and. Like what happened and and this is just the beginning is not definitely not the end i'm I'm expecting hopefully later in life you making a difference and hearing back from that and that's going to be amazing from you and i'm just very proud of you because i know how hard it's been to to get to this point 
And I'm sure that when you open the screen, I don't know if they still have it though. Is it like, do you still have to find your score? You yes. do still, right? Yes, you do. And so that was the funny part of it. So when I logged into my account, I just saw CEUs and my certification number. And, I, that, and then I knew you instantly. I passed, but I wanted to know what score I received. So I had to like figure out how to navigate through the, the portal. And I finally found the page and that's where it says congratulations and then your score. Yeah. Okay. So they haven't changed it then because that was the same thing for me. I woke up and I'm like, I was expecting like fireworks, you know, like, you know, <laughs> passing and everything and me too. You know, nothing. I was just like my whole webpage changed and it said OTR certification number. And I'm like, where the hell is the score? Cause every time people post on online on Facebook groups, it's like people post the score. I'm like, I can't find it. Where the hell is it? And then that's when you find it. You're like, you have to go through all these little things and tabs and then you end up finding it. There haven't even people, I kid you not, where I'm sure you received an email. I mean, you must have like after you passed, I think it's like maybe two hours later or three, they send you a congratulatory email. And I've had some people where they didn't even want to log in. Like they just didn't want to. And they were so nervous. And then when they got their email, they're like, oh, like they passed. And I know some people, you know, they just want to know, like, it's like in the very morning. What time did you find out you passed? Was it like five or six? Well, West Coast time, it was 3.30 in the morning. Um, and what? I, yes, yes. So um, because I've taken it multiple times now, um, I know like roughly what time the scores are posted. And uh, for some reason, this time around, I just could not sleep. I was just having this anxiety built up like, did I pass it or not pass it? I passed it or not pass because I've been wanting this for so long. And so I just went, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and check on my phone, 3.30 morning, whatever it is. And I log in and there, there it is, like my passing score. And I just literally jumped out of my bed, had to like share the news right away to Alex and everybody else, even though it's been so early in the morning <laughs> and everybody did the same thing and jumped out of bed and went, what? You passed? Oh my gosh. And then, yeah, so fairly, pretty early in the morning on the West Coast time where I'm at. I'm, East Coast, I'm sure it's like later on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, actually, when you texted me, because I'm in the West Coast, I'm in Nevada. So when you okay. texted me, I don't know if I responded immediately or maybe I responded an hour later because I usually wake up like around five, like five. I don't know if that time I woke up really early. I don't know what it was. I heard my phone vibrate and then that's when I, I saw my phone. Couldn't even open my eyes. And that's when I see your message. And I'm like, wait, is that who I think it is? <laughs> <laughs> because I think you are wanting me. I remember in the past years, you're like, text me. Like when, like, or like, let me know, like when you pass, when you pass. And I, this was the time, this was the day that it happened. And, and I know that you all of a sudden you're like, oh, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, oh, wide awake. And everybody's just like wide awake. <laughs> yeah. Know, I felt so bad to wake them up so early in the morning. But at the same time, they all wanted to know. They all wanted to know because they were all part of my journey. And I, I, I'm just so blessed to have them in my life. All of you guys. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I woke up with the news and I'm just like, is that who I think it is? Is this is it really? Convenient? No way. And then I'm like, yeah, it is. And that's when I'm like, oh, my God, my eyes just open like wide open because <laughs> I was so happy to hear your news. I was just so happy that day. I was just like, oh, my God, I know how long she's been waiting for this. So 
it was amazing moment. I was very happy. You definitely, I remember texting. I'm like, man, you definitely made my day because I was scared because sometimes when people don't text me early enough, because I know people get their, their score pretty early. I'm afraid like did they really pass or did they fail or did they forget because they got so excited to let me know. And then that's when, when you text me right away, I was like, thank God. Like, I'm just like, yes, they, <laughs> thank they, you know, that you passed the exam. I was so happy for you. The weight is off of our shoulders, everybody's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but I'm very happy for you. So you're planning on working for pediatrics, right? In a pediatric. Yes, that's my dream. I love working with kids. So I am going to be doing bigger and better things now, starting at a pediatric clinic. Nice. Well, congratulations. And I thank you for being part of this podcast with me and, and having the opportunity to share your experience with other people. Um, is there anything last minute that you want to mention to people? I want to just say that you guys out there who's struggling, just think about there's other people, there are other people out there in the world who are going in the same, who are in the same situation as you. And Alex and everybody else out there are there for your support. You can do this. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Kavita. I appreciate it. And thank you. you it was go. a pleasure. Yeah. A pleasure. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. All righty, guys. Well, you heard it from Kavita. Don't give up, you know, keep going, pursue your dreams. And even if it's very difficult, just persist through it. That's the way to go. 